Hello, and welcome to the Irish Arsenal Gunner podcast. It's Monday the 13th of March, so all going well to show and record the way we want. I'm your host as always, Jonathan Giles. I'm joined by my weekly guest, Eamon Donnelly. How are you, Eamon? Ah, evening, Jonathan. Monday evening, I was watching Blue Peter there. They were showing me how to make Easter egg boxes there. Ah, a bit of sticky back plastic and a few Rice Krispie cakes. Craig Smith, how are you? Danny, how are you? And the return of Aaron finest, Brendan Boyd, how are you, Brendan? Fabulous, guys, fabulous. Nice to nice to see you again. <laughs> it's nice to see you flying the flag for us. As always, you can catch our show on Spotify, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok and Facebook. A big thanks to Martin Stoneville who makes this show possible. He will upload daily content on the Dublin Arsenal um, YouTube channel and Instagram page and Facebook page and all the other um, social media outlets. So thanks to Martin. Also catch a show this week, uh, Beyond the Last Man, where he will be doing a review of the women's 4-0 uh, home victory over Reading uh, last night. So what Watch out for that one. 110 views, 14 likes, and 2,880 subscribers to date. So uh, long may continue. Uh, um, about uh, comments wise, Richie Rich, Aussie's mate, left, left a comment. <laughs> and uh, Matt407A, I don't know if any of you lads know these. No. No. Um, he says, get aiming after show. <laughs> well, has Bardo been back on? So. <laughs> it's not Katrina Wynight. <laughs> um, Ozzy couldn't make tonight um, due to um, his mother and not being sick. So, her wishes, best wishes to goes towards Ozzy and Co. So, um, big shout out to Ozzy and uh, Daddy Ozzy as well. Hope you're listening. We'll try to do you proud. <laughs> Brandon is Ozzy standing, so you've got to live up to Brandon. <laughs> yeah, no chance. No chance. <laughs> but that's what I like to hear. Um, if Gary Lineker is listening, um, if you don't want to go back on match of the day, there's a spot here for you as host. <laughs> you've got it's to like live up to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think Eamon could be replaced. He's had nine P forty fives as discussed beforehand. He stuck it out well. <laughs> um, on this week's show, we'll be reviewing yesterday's three and away success to Fulham, uh, previewing uh, our home game against Crystal Palace this weekend at two p.m. and um, a brief mention of our Europa League uh, second leg against Sporting Lisbon, which is poised at two all. Um, I know Craig, you're, you'll be in New York, will you? On Thursday? Yeah, New York this week, yeah. Yes, happy day. So, um, we'll all be flying out with Craig uh, to meet up. With, will you be meeting That's up with Bryant? Are you at US Gooner, yeah? I'm going to gonna text him there and see if he's around on Sunday for the Palace game, yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we hope to have Bryant on at some point, but due to the time difference, um, he's always working, sadly. So no, he's still tried... watching the box set of Coronation Street to find out who dares he is. <laughs> he's no. still looking over the knicker factory. Seems to be in the Rovers return a lot, though. <laughs> um, yeah, he sent a video there on WhatsApp yesterday, and it seems to be absolutely mental, that pub, the Gooner pub in New York. So mm. the scenes to be incredible, you know. So it's great to see Arson um being supported by um so worldwide, you know. Um so hopefully we get to get get to go over it sometime. Um catch all the matches in the River Bar in Dublin City Centre. Um it's been rocking aiming, hasn't it, this season? Yeah, it was a good atmosphere there yesterday. Um and uh even though the, the rugby game was on, they gave us the room downstairs and so we had a good day, you know. Yeah. Big shout out to the River Bar crew there, yeah. They look after us really well there, yeah. Um, and uh, as Eamon said last week, in terms of tickets for matches now, it's 
it, it's very hard to get now, isn't it, with 12 games to go? Well, you see, the way we operate the tickets is we've got 27 silver card members who donate their cards to the club. Yeah. So if those 27 want to go, they have to get priority. So it's, it, it is becoming difficult. But um, yeah. look, we managed... Uh, I just want to give a shout-out to Sandra Duffy. She's managed heroically this season to be able to keep everybody sweet. And... Um, we're nearly there, and she, she's putting some shift there. So big shout out to Sandra, who was the the secretary of the Dublin Arsenal Supporters Club. You know, and to everyone on the committee, Eamon, including yourself, Paul Brown, etc. Um, you do a great. What's job. that? A, a big shout, a big shout out to the committee as well. You know, because the job you do there is great. You know, um, so big shout out there. I think we'll all agree, Brendan and Craig, myself. Yeah. Um, Don't forget Sergeant Brown. I'll get those cards laminated. The director of lamination. Listen, listen. I'm waiting on my one from 2009. Say, listen, Brendan. <laughs> Sorry. Listen. That one's nearly laminated, Johnny. Nearly there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if he gives it to me on May the 28th, I'll be happy. <laughs> All's forgiven. Yeah. Um, to the review, lads, of yesterday's 3 uh, 0 away win over Fulham, uh, goals by Gabrielle, who scored on his debut against Fulham back in September 2020. Uh, Martinelli, who scored with a header and had one, had a goal that came off Robinson, uh, disallowed due to VAR again. And uh, Martin Odegaard who took his goal superbly well. Um, I think the biggest shout-out has to go to Leandro Trossard. A hat-trick of assists and the fourth player to do it since Cesc Fabregas against Blackburn Rovers in 2009, which is incredible. But he's been a, a bargain at £27 million, I think we'll agree. Great bit of business when you consider what Modric and Felix is doing for Chelsea. <laughs> They're not doing half the job what uh, Trossard's doing for us. And... Uh, yeah, what a sign and does quality. Um, I think the first half was the best I've seen all season away. The way we passed, the fluidity of us, we just Fulham didn't expect it at all. They did miss Paulina or Paulina in the midfield, Fulham, but I, I don't think even with him, if he was playing, I think just the way we were playing was just really incredible. This is the best away, first half away performance I've seen all season, just so commanding. You know, especially after the Europa League game on Torsi as well, the lads look really fresh. Um, I thought Mark Nelly caused them all sorts of problems all day. Um, really, the only other note was the second half. Tossin's header off the crossbar was their really only chance. In truth, they didn't use Mitrovic really to affect in the first half. He didn't trouble us at all. Um, it leaves us five points clear again, lads. Um. Just a perfect display, really faultless. Um, second half we just saw it out, real professional display. Um, and happy days we go on to Palace at home on Monday. Um, Eamon, how did you see the game yesterday? Um, uh, as I say, at the end of the day, uh, we won. Get on with it. Um, <laughs> no, the, 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 to be honest with you, I actually thought it was our best performance of the season. Uh, I did because um, I was worried that, you know, you come back from these away games uh, and I know there were six changes and all that, but you come back from these away games and then, you, you, you know, you've got a game at a team that's been going very well on a tight pitch. It had all the makings of this is going to be a big ask. And Fulham tried to press us, but we were really, really sharp from the start. We played out through our press from the from from the, from the first whistle, you know, yeah. and we had confidence on the ball. We were really really sharp, and really really switched on. And I think they got a bit of a land. They wanted to put heat on us, and we played through them so easily that they then began to concede spaces to us because they said, "Oh Jesus, like if if, if we push up that high on them, they're going to carve us." And you know, the goal was coming. The one really. A uh, great thing for me yesterday was that Granit Xhaka was back playing the way he had been two months ago. Yeah, getting in, the, getting in those inside left channels, making a really telling contribution. And if you see his contribution to the goals, 
you know, he's striding up the pitch at pace with the ball at his feet. You know, we've never seen that before from him. He really has been, you know, absolutely quality. Um, and when Granite Jack is on the pitch, the one thing that happens is Martinelli gets the ball quicker, you know? And uh, Martinelli absolutely tortured Fulham yesterday. He tortured them. They just didn't know what to do them. The understanding between him and Trossard was incredible. They just didn't know how to handle it. Um, so for all these meltdown um, people who um, had a meltdown on the Saturday night that Chelsea signed Mudrick, and we went off and did a small bit of business getting Trossard, I can tell you, that's the best 20 million quid we've ever spent. Ever. Right? That is a serious piece of business. This guy has added value to our team instantly. Instantly. Right? His footwork for the second goal, because it wasn't Zaka's greatest pass. He actually bombed it at him. His first touch to get it under control and then to trick the defender and then actually I'd like to talk a large pitch and put cars. He just teed it up for Martinelli. Here, put that in, son. Martinelli could have thrown his cap in it. You know, it was absolutely brilliant by Trossard. The second goal that we got, if that was Man City that got that goal, we'd have all the northwest of England uh, mafia, you know, going on about, oh, you just can't play against this team. This team is the great. And I'm not saying we're as good as Man City. We have been this season, right? But if they got a goal like that, it would be, oh, you just can't do that to Man City because they'll do this to you. Saliba's pass off his left foot <laughs> from the right-hand side of his own area. Not only was it brave, the skill level involved in what he did there, it was like a quarterback. He was like Tom Brady hitting the ball, you know? Um, so I just think that we it was a game that we had total control. Um, our one-touch football to get us out of trouble yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, and I finished by saying that we're now on 66 points. You know, I always said, if you get two points per game, uh, you've Champions League football. Uh, we've got 27 games played. And that's 54 points to two points a game. We're on course for 90 points here. Right? If, if, if we keep going, well, if we keep going on that trajectory, we're on course for 90 points. I mean, 24, 24 points out of 11 games. That's points dropped now, right? Gets those 90 points. That's as many as the Invincibles got. Yeah, it's only won 23 games, believe it or not. So we're only two off them, which is the incredible. Invincibles won 26 games and drew 12. That's 90 points, right? So I'm just saying that. Um, we, I said on the show last week, even with relegation form, We'll cement top four, and we now have a free hit uh, at whatever's going. And if we can keep players fit, Gabriel Jesus coming back makes a big difference. Um, he's going to have to work to get into the team. He really is. Yeah, it's refreshing to see him coming on, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's refreshing yeah. to see him coming on. He's going to have to work to get into the team. Mm. Look, where is that? If that was Arsenal two years ago. Yeah, not, uh, the, way, the way Trossard played yesterday in that position, he's almost undroppable. Yeah, yeah. I agree, Eamon. You can't mm. And then if you put Trossard out on the left, Martinelli's almost undroppable. And then if you say, well, let's, let's go to the right-hand side, Saka is undroppable. And that's a great, <laughs> it's a great position. To, no, it's a great position to be in. Yeah. You know? And that's even what they would encash you. who's had a great three months since he's been out as well. You know, so it's it's head. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So the squad, the squad, yeah, it's a great been, the, the, the squad is a small bit short, um, but it's not as short as we think it is when we have our players fit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah, young Nelson, yeah. half the Premier League wants to buy him now because they can see what he can do. Yeah. And he can't get near the team, you know? Which is incredible, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, and, and and such a young as well, uh, talent just young. And it's yeah, we even forget about Emil Emil Smith Rowe still has to come back well, I, as well. You know, like, just, you, you, you know, um, you, you, like a bat out of hell. There, you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> I was just about to say, like Emil Smith Rowe is one of the best players in the country. 
And yeah, on any other again. season, before Arteta and Edu got to do their work, we'd have been rushing him back straight yeah. away because he would have been that important to us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, uh, and to think like when Gabrielli Zeus got injured during the World Cup, I feared the worst. But you know, he he hasn't really been missed, which is you know nice to say. But it's nice to have him back at the same time. Um, yeah, as Eamon said, uh, sixty six points now, and the goal difference is only plus five. Uh, in terms of City's goals, we've scored sixty two and they've scored sixty seven, but the goals conceded is the same. So we're closing that gap, which is which you could come down to goals, but I, I, <laughs> I don't want to put the mockers on it. It's it's great to be top though, you know, for so long this season. It's just been incredible form we're on. I, I never saw this coming, not last year and the last season's shown, you know. But mm-hmm. it's as even Annan Smith said, and I was listening to Jay Bosride on Sky Sports News, who was doing the re- reporting on the match. He was saying that this squad is so young, he can keep these together for. A few more, you know, season and see, you know, all you have to do is build on it, which is, we haven't said that in a while. Um, Brendan, welcome back to the show. Um, how did you see the game yesterday? Yeah, well, it, one of the things, like Tross, Trossard, I'll go on to what Eamon was saying there with Trossard, and he's just slotted in seamlessly, being fantastic. He reminds me a bit of, of when, in the 89 season, we bought Brian Marwood. Some of, some of you wouldn't remember him, but... He just boosts. He was a winger, similar position to Trossard, left side, and he just gave the team that little boost to push them all the way up to get that title. And that's that's what Trossard is doing for us. And you look, Jesus comes out and Ketia comes out, Trossard straight back in, as if he's always been there. And it's it's almost similar to Jorginho. Like everybody was really worried yeah. if Thomas Partey was get gets injured. Jorginho has come back in. And at the Bournemouth game, I'm sure you've probably all, all seen it. He was right in front of me on the sideline and he was jumping for every ball. He was tackling everything. He's bought into it as well. So like the, the whole camaraderie there is fantastic. And that's what you need because things are going to go against us probably at some stage and a few of the games. Hopefully they won't. But if, if they do, if there's such a nice tight unit, you know, we can push through any adversity, I think, at the moment. And... That game, I was worried about the game against Fulham before, before kickoff. Yeah, and we we were imperious is the only way to describe it because it was like a training game. The passing out from, from the back, playing through their press, like Eamon was saying, you know, my heart was it was in my mouth numerous times, and <laughs> the only one that the only, the only one that was a little off I thought was Ramsdale. So with his feet, yeah. um, but he yeah. still. Pulled off a couple of great saves. And um, so, again, just absolutely fantastic. And then the game management in the second half, I thought, was brilliant. And he brought his subs on. He got minutes into the guys, kept them involved again. And like I say, bringing Jesus on, 20 minutes, and he looked like he'd never been away. Absolutely brilliant. And it was it was an easy game in the end. But everybody else that's been there, like they've only lost three games and they've only lost them by the skin of their teeth with the exception of Newcastle, I think it was. And we, we, we made them look very, very ordinary. And very, very similar to, to, to Brighton, except for that, you know, we, we raced ahead of them. Okay, they came back at us a little bit. But again, fantastic result. Mm-hmm. And, long, you know, let's hope, hope for a, a few more. But we've got tough games coming up, but... I think on that performance yesterday, if we were at, if we were at, at Man City, I think we'd have beat Man City on that performance. So, yeah. and I'm it was, it was great display, yeah. Yeah, and all the everyone's coming back now, with the exception of El Nenny. You know, you're getting minutes into <laughs> Smith Rowe, you're you're getting minutes into Jesus, you're getting minutes in, into everybody else. That's 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 going to be required. So, it's all it's all looking good and. You know, hopefully the VAR gods will will smile on us a little bit, and uh, we should be we should be good to go. Yeah, I'm confident. I'm getting more and more confident, and you know the the planets are aligning. I'm hoping. 
It's been 19 years in the making, Brendan. <laughs> I know, I know. It's down to one hell of a meter when when that fucking title get lifts in May. <laughs> um, no, but it was. It was some performance, wasn't it? Like, it was, uh, the first half was almost vaudless, you know? Because yeah. the way we... It, it actually shocked Fawnham, I think. You know, you could see Marco saying, oh, Jesus, what's happened here? You know? <laughs> it's just... I mean, you can hear, like, City struggled against Palace, but, you know... I was just saying, sometimes you just got to hold your hands up and say your team's better than you. And that's what I think Marcus Silva yeah. was doing. But there's nothing he could have done to stop Arsenal in, in that moment that they were in. Because it, it, turned up, it turned into a training game at the end. The flicks and Thomas Party doing the Cruyff turn, you know. There was nothing anybody could have done to stop them yesterday, which is great to see. Yeah. And it's even... Well, Carly O'Neill said at the end of the game last week when the celebrations, when we went mad, he says, Arsenal deserve to celebrate like that because they were better than us and they're the best team in the league. <laughs> you know, like statements like that from opposition managers, you know, it's, it's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's great to see we're getting recognition at last. Um, and uh, <laughs> as Eamon said last week, rightly so, we, at last a big name manager. <laughs> <laughs> I've eaten my words, heads. <laughs> I, I still think we need a big name manager. <laughs> well, I'm telling you now, John. Um, he is a big I've manager. I've done this show before. What we need to happen is make sure our big name manager stays with us. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard links with Barcelona this week, but I think that's just trying. I don't think for all that. Sure, they're in for everybody, you know. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> no, he, yeah, you're right. I'm trying to sound <laughs> That's a lot of in the last six months, you know. Um, welcome back, Craig. Yourself. Um, Thanks. how did you see the game yesterday, Craig? <clears throat> yeah, look, I think the lads are pretty much touched on them. A lot of the points. I was probably going to say myself, but um, Sorry. yeah, look. <laughs> now, uh, like the lads said, I was I was a bit nervous coming to this game because uh, the whole Torsi Sunday thing, um. I know we struggled sometimes last year with it. Um, and as when United and West Ham, I'll tell you, they struggled yesterday with it, you know. Um, so I was a little bit nervous because Fulham are decent side. Um, and yeah, obviously they were, they were missing Palinia and uh, an ex-player of ours, William. Uh, now I know he didn't do great with us, but I think he's been very good for Fulham this year, you know. He takes uh, a lot of their set, set pieces and that and um, he sets up a lot of goals for them. Um so it was good to see him out as well because uh, I think a lot of ex-players were knackered scoring against us. So it was good seeing Martin not on a certain lineup. Um, I think the first 15, 20 minutes or so, we were kind of just feeling each other out, the both of us, you know. Uh, we were um, controlling the game, but I think uh, Fulham kind of set that compact to see what we were going to do as well. So after the first 20 minutes or so, it was great to see the team kind of open up because once the game opened up, you know, there was only, only going to be one, one winner. Um, Fulham isn't really, you know, Craven College isn't really the most uh, volatile place to go as an away day, you know. So I think uh, I think the, the, the Arsenal fans enjoyed themselves yesterday, anyways. When I listened to the TV, they were very loud. But uh, the first half was outstanding. So it was very, very similar, I thought, to the Brentford game earlier on in the season. We won 3 0. I think we went 3 0 up at half yeah. in the first That's half. Right, well. yeah. You know, I think that, them two performers are probably the best. This season, in my opinion, um, I thought it was very similar to the Brentford game. And uh, like even with the Brentford game, actually, we just controlled the second half. And that, that's all we did with the Fulham game yesterday as well. I know we had one or two chances, but that was always going to happen. We were always going to sit back and let them come at us. And uh, look, I am kind of, we could, probably could have scored one or two more goals, which would have been good for the goal the goal difference. But, um, you know, I'm not going to give him a bit of 3 0 win. Um, I thought. I know the lads have said Trossard. I thought he was absolutely outstanding yesterday. Definitely man of the match. He's 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 given us more going forward than, than I thought he would because I always knew he was a good player, Brighton. But he he is he is unbelievable. You know he he, he doesn't look out of place in that in that, that front in the front line. So uh, as Eamon said, he's definitely he's definitely undroppable at the moment. You know he has to start against Palace next week. You know Jesus is only coming back. You know, I don't think Jesus will start in Torsi. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, he might. But uh, even if Jesus gets 20 minutes on Torsi and 20 minutes maybe on Sunday, 
easing back into things. And then obviously Leeds coming back to the first one game of the season after after the international break, he might get a start then. But um, I think just just to mention, I think Saliba and Gabriel were unbelievable yesterday. Mitrovic didn't get a kick. Yep. The whole game, like I don't know if you've noticed it, he kept Mitrovic, Mitrovic actually kept going out to Zinchenko and Ben White because he couldn't get anything off Gabriel or Saliba. I, you know, I, I know Saliba got a lot of the flaws yesterday, but I just think Gabriel this whole season has been unbelievable. You know, he's when even even last week when we played Lisbon, it was Saliba and Kiwior together. You know, they were kind of inexperienced, but you know, Gabriel is the experience at the half there, and he, he's he's definitely he's definitely helping Saliba this season as well. But you know, I think he's been he, he he's been arguably I know there's probably a lot of players you could say has been player of the season, but I just think how good Gabriel's been and consistently good. He's been unbelievable. Um, I know Brendan touched on Ramsdale, one or two of his uh, wayward kicks, but you know everyone can be perfect, I guess, yesterday. But uh, no, it was a super win. Super win. Um, as, as Brendan mentioned as well, the subs are brilliant as well, I thought. I think he brought a lot of the players on at the right time, you know, to give them minutes. So I think there'll be a lot of changes coming into Torsday. But look, roll on next uh, next Sunday against Palace, and hopefully we're five points clear going into the right. Just picking yeah, up, on, Jonathan. Just picking up on one or two of the points Craig made. It struck me that having conceded so many waxy goals from corners recently, that they worked on that because yeah. they were very, very, very solid with some of those balls coming through. Mm-hmm. I think also um, Ramsdale got a bit of protection. Ramsdale had been targeted during the season on the corners because he's not the tallest goalkeeper, you know. And no. it seemed to me. That whatever way we were we were set up the other day, Ramsdale didn't get bogged down. And no. you yeah. know, he, although yeah. he had a few dodgy touches, he was very good under the high ball. Mm-hmm. So um when you say Mitrovic didn't get a kick, well he did. He got a couple of kicks off Gabriel. Do you yeah. know? And yeah. you know, I mean that, that I always say Brendan would know this from their GAA days. I always say if you're on top, stand on the trout, they do it to you, you know? Um yeah. and th- they would do it to you. But the one thing I'd say is, if you look at our last three away games, okay, we went to Villa straight after the Man City game. A really easy one to cop out and lose. Yeah. And we found something in ourselves, having played shite in the first half, we found something in ourselves to win the game. We then went to Leicester, who normally come out and play. They didn't play against us because they were afraid to. Mm -hmm. We then went to Fulham who decided to press us like a squadron at the start and realised that we were playing through them so easy that they got afraid. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm beginning to... I don't want to um, sound uh, any notes of optimism here because it's not in my nature when it comes to Arsenal. <laughs> but we're able to mix it up and do things depending on circumstances. So mm-hmm. people always say, well, what's your plan B? We do have a plan B. Mm-hmm. We're able to mix it up and play depending on what comes at us. Yeah. You know? And I was really like Fulham went at us in the first. I don't mean on the ball. I mean in terms of the, where their positioning was on the field. They tried to push Ben White and Zinchenko right back. Mm-hmm. Should we just play through them? Yeah. But we were we were in the zone, Brandon, you know? Yeah. In the first in the, as I just picking up what Eamon said there, in the first four or five minutes, Gabrielle got fouled literally from the kickoff. A very same. late challenge, yeah. and yeah. none of the other players got got exactly the same. So, as you're yeah. saying, they were trying to mix it with us, but mm. these boys can stand up for themselves now, but which did, is great to see. We we won't get one more point, Damon. Just about the uh, Gabriel kicking Mitrovic. You know how? You know I'm not trying to be kind of devious here, but it, how good is it to hear that? You know, you know throughout the years, many centre halves have Arsenal oh, had. But <laughs> <laughs> well, how many centre halves have Arsenal had? Now I'm not I'm not slating on centre halves throughout the years. They were too nice, you know, the likes of Mustafi, you know, the likes of Scalacci. I, I probably go on I could probably go on, you know, but we've two centre halves now that strikers are afraid to play against. They're afraid to smack off them. Right, I'm going to tell you something. Brendan and I have had many conversations over drink. And when it comes to those great Arsenal centre halves of the past, I always say to him, my favourite was King Kong. Martin Keown, for that very reason, he terrorised uh, the opposition. He yeah. might not have been as good a defender as Adams and Bold, but he terrorised the opposition. 
Michael, Michael Owen said he was the hardest player ever to play against because he just he was he was all over you like a bad soup, you know. It's like we're going to and Gabriel's getting a bit like that. Gabriel gets tight to you and he annoys you and he does things to you. And, you know, we ha- you're right, Craig. We haven't had that kind of small bit of spite in us for a long, long time. Yeah. And, yeah. and all, all the title-winning title winning sides that Arsenal have probably had, they've had that. Yeah. You know, like, I know you're yeah. saying, don't get excited, Eamon, but, you know, the last time we won the league, I was 10 years of age, so it's pretty hard for me not to get excited, you know, but... You got every, you got every right to get excited. This is this yeah, is like, see, I don't, I'm afraid to get excited as well, Brendan. You know, but look, mm. like if if um, enjoy the moment. Yeah, enjoy the moment. And <laughs> you know, going to the international break, we're still five points clear. You know, we have we have leads. Clear. Yeah, and we've we've leads the force to get the force game back. They Liverpool. You know, so let, let let's see how that goes. You know, and look, they, they may be Liverpool, but you know, Liverpool are coming to a little bit of form themselves. I know they lost the weekend, but they were good against United. Yeah. Let's just yeah, hope absolutely. something. Let's just hope something. William Zaha um, has a bad cup of Harlex during the week and feels very, very ill at the weekend because he has been a thorn in our side. That guy, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we need yeah. to look after him for once. You He'll know? be good to prove against us because he wants to be playing for us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, he's an awesome true. Fan. So, he's a gamer, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's a gooner two and true. Um mm. obviously, Craig, you don't look at a day over nine. <laughs> Craig, Craig, you know, you said when when you last won the league, um you, you know, you were you were you were ten. That was four point seven decades ago for me. <laughs> <laughs> the last time between us. <laughs> The last time I remembered, it was in 19 years now, is actually when I had a function in liver. So this is the torment I've gone through 19 years watching the Earth. So, so when I mentioned Brian Marwood, neither of the two of you knew who he was. <laughs> well, you mentioned that, Brendan, because, because how many times did Brian Marwood, although he was a left winger, appear up the centre to finish it off a goal? A bit, like, a bit like the lad you were talking about, you know? Mm. Yeah. yeah, really, really is. He crosses the ball. He doesn't mess about with it too much. Gets the ball in, lets the ball do the work, and yeah. he's, yeah. you know, he's just, just really, really impressive. And so was Marwood. Marwood was was a fan favourite for, for as soon as he signed. Well, what was the chant? Brian, Brian Marwood, Brian Marwood on the wing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm still I, I, like, I mean, you, you talk about being 10 when we won the league. I'm still on this. Radford to George. He's done it. <laughs> 1971, that's where, man, that's where I am, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Can't dare. I, I, I'm beginning to lose sleep over this now. I'm getting excited, you know. It's hard not to. It's that little, that little feeling in the pitch. Yeah. Of that's, yeah. you know, and, and and that was like oh, but it's so exciting, dude. From the Bournemouth <laughs> going back to the Bournemouth game, we were two 0 down. That yeah. was it. That was gone. The season was finished. And then yeah. twenty five minutes later, obviously we were back in the zone. Yeah. And, yeah. and now we're, we're we're another game down. And yeah, but you but you say that, Brandon. But I said it on the show last week. Without going back to the Bournemouth game. When Bournemouth got their second goal, you don't see this on television. Our lads were on the halfway line waiting to kick off, good to go. While Bournemouth were still celebrating, you know? But the one thing that I took from... Saka pulled them all out, up to get ready. That's right, that's right. There was no looking around, having it. But the one thing I noticed from the... the, all When the excitement died down from the Bournemouth game, I had... um, We were in a row, and I legged it across the row, and I was hugging everybody, and... Just as I was in mid-hug, I kind of went, I had me back turned to the screen, they're going to var this. <laughs> you just can't, you can't celebrate it anymore. Yeah. They're going to var it, you know? Mm. Yeah. Anyway. yeah. No, uh, yeah, uh, I still think if we go on to win the league, lads, I think Reese Nansen's goal against Bournemouth, that could be the defining moment where we can say, 
that's what changed as far as you know because as Brendan says if we lost that yeah not so much even even for the points obviously we needed the points but for the belief correct mm. Coming well, I think from players, down. I think players, we can win the league now mm. no I, I think they, they, they yeah yeah. Well, what, what I'm thinking on that is if you were the great Pep and the great Man City machine, mm. you must have thought that we were going to cough up points over the last six weeks. Yeah. You know? And with the away games that we had and all of that type of stuff. And they must be scratching their heads thinking, Jesus, lads, this is not going to be their as easy as we thought now yeah. you know you could see what it meant to them when they got their waxy penalty I mean such a lazy penalty that um, Palace wow. gave away but you could see what it meant to City them they know. they're hanging on they're yeah. hanging on to us yeah. not the other way around and, uh, and I know I know we were saying yeah. I think all of us said about the Torsi Sunday thing you know they want to win the Champions League they've been there done that with the Premier League the last three or four years you know so if they go far in the Champions League there could be one or two games where they you know might rest one or two, or, or yeah. drop the heads. So, but they can rest one or two, and you don't notice yeah. it. That's the issue. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, that, even, I, you're probably reporting. The point I'm making is that it was all a bit, you know, laughy waffy there a, a couple of months ago, where you know, should we all know Arsenal are going to be reeled in? The yeah, way they yeah. celebrated their goal against Palace the other day, the penalty, yeah. right? Yeah. They're hanging on to us now, lads. Not the other yeah. way around. They're feeling the, they're yeah. feeling the pressure yeah. as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like Guardiola, I was reading in the paper this morning, Guardiola even said, because they've won back-to-back titles, the players aren't as hungry as we are. Ah, that's all shit. I think he's... I I still think he's conceded defeat in this, lads. You know, I I think Craig's right. He wants the Champions League. Because this is his last... That that is a rallying call to his players. I don't think so, Eamon. I think they've admitted... Like, they've won it now. They've won it so many times. There's nothing to prove now. They wouldn't have celebrated like they celebrated that penalty, John. Absolutely. Absolutely, John. That's the thing he said to... They've been erratic as well. But I was disappointed in this, lads. When we got beaten 3-1 at home against City, the match was on Premier Sports here, and John Hartson was in the panel... Doing the analysis, he says the lad that was presented was asking him, who, who do you think will win it from here? And he says, I always fancied Man City. You know, for an ex Arsenal player, I was a bit disappointed with that. You know, I think he's got it wrong. Do you not find all you know, Sky Sports, BBC, John Harrison? Let me tell you. John Harrison, John Harrison is one of the died in the wool gooner pundits. Absolute died in the wool, right? <laughs> but he's asked his opinions. You know, what do you think? What, what, yeah, what do you think? Just, yeah. What do you think of existentialist physics? Well, I think it's a lot of chemistry. You can't, like, you have to give your opinion. You can't just say, well, because could, I'm the next just said Arsenal win. <laughs> it's the last time he'd be ever asked on Premier Sports after that comment. <laughs> I think if you'd have gone around the stadium at full time after the City game, you would have got 90% of Arsenal fans would have said exactly the same, that they thought that was it over. And, we, you know, we all thought that was it. You know, we were, City were just going to crack on. And it was only like the, the, the game against yes. Forest the following weekend. Got us straight back into it. It gave us more belief, and off we went again. You know, on the run we're on now. Speaking of pundits, remember Gary Neville <laughs> said three or four weeks ago that United has finished at Arsenal. How was that going, Gary Neville? <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, how much was he paid to say that? <laughs> I actually um, think he believed that. I actually think he believed that three or four weeks ago. You know, my United had to beat yeah. three or four brutal teams. You know, my United are back. My United aren't back. Real Casemiro or Rashford, they're not they're nobody's. Yeah. Yeah. Casemiro, yeah, I, I, I think no. Craig actually pointed it out on a show, I think it was back in January, Craig, when you're on, I think it was the Arsenal United game. And those games you were saying before the Arsenal game, it was games United should have been winning, you know, because the opposition was le- less lesser yeah. to, you know. Like the gap between us and them now is sixteen points. You know, it's incredible what three or four wins does for you. You can pull away from that pack completely now, you know. 
Um, like that was our fifth. If they had gone a bit Liverpool last week, been in an undeserved as well. Jonathan, if they had gone a bit, if they had gone and beat Liverpool that the last week, they were still in the title race, and now they've totally coughed it. You know, so they've had four races now. <clears throat> they are, yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, to be honest, yeah, they're, they're slipping like a stone now. Um, Casemiro's out for four games now. That would cost them a big time. Um, and the longer they go in the Europa League will cost them as well. But if they, look, if they win the Europa League, they're in the Champions League. So, yeah, it's... Um, yeah, look, it's about our own business. You know, you do what they want. You know, it's about ourselves now. You know, like that's 10 goals this month we scored in the Premier League. 4-0 Everton, uh, 3-2 Bournemouth and 3-0 yesterday. Like, we've carved it. We've shortened the goal difference as well. You know, like a good bit as well in the last month. So <laughs> that came on April 26th against City. I'm hoping we won't be needing to win or get anything there. You know, I'm hoping you know because uh, that's dependent if City City could be in the semi-finals at that stage of the Champions League. They might want they, you know if the league has passed them at that stage, which it could be. You know, I'm hoping by Brighton the league will have been sewn up. You know. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I, I I still think City will win it. I still think we're probably a season ahead of ourselves, but, you know. Let me tell you something. What I saw <laughs> yesterday, what I saw yesterday, Brendan was right what he said. If we'd have played like that yesterday that. against Man City, we'd have beaten them. We were superb yesterday. Well, hold on. I mean... I'm you know, City aren't falling. City were, hold on a second now, Jonathan. But City, City would have given a better. Hold on. If, hold on a second. Hold on. <laughs> if we were, if, stop interrupting me. Drink your Guinness and shut up for a second, right? Right. If City were that great, if City were that great, would they not be ten points ahead? Of us? Well, hold on. If City were that great, would they not be ten points ahead of us? They're having a bad season, Eamon, aren't they? You know. So. So, I mean, they go up to Man City with a fit team. I can tell you, our 11 is as good as their 11. I can tell you that now. Can I, can I just say something there in relation? I tell you, when we played in February, we would have beaten them, and when they bet us, we're yes. When I mean yes, we might, we're about a season off what they are. Can I, can I just. I honestly told them February. We would have beaten them. Did you not know? No, we um, made mis- we made mistakes. We handed it to, to them on a plate. Exactly, Brendan. Yeah. We, 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 we still had enough in us to win that. Oh, you know they. Yeah, Johnny, just as Brendan said, Man City didn't beat us. You know by outplaying us, we gave them the goals. We, we, it was you know we were a little bit naive. It was a young team. They probably thought you know we're at home. We need to attack them. If we were a little bit cuter, I think we even could have, you know, got a draw out of City. But, look. but also, also, Craig, we were coming out of a sticky patch of form at that time. True, yeah. Like, we we, 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 we drawn, drawn with Brentford at home. We'd been beaten by Everton. We'd been beaten in the FA Cup. We mm. were coming out of a sticky patch of form. So, I mean, I, I mean we lit lots as well, Eamon, you know, we had a lot of injuries then, didn't we? Yeah, I'm just saying, we're we going to have a sticky we've, we've, we've reached such a level this season. I think we we expect to beat the big, you know, like we've reached such a, a high level. We expect to be well, the best. I'm, you know. now, I, I, I'm disappointed what I'm hearing here because I'm hearing a double standard, right? I'm hearing on the one hand you saying that John Harrison is a gooner and he should say Arsenal are going to win the league. And you yourself, who host the bloody podcast, you yourself have torn torque on us now. I'm going to show me ten of them now. But what you're saying as well, Jonathan, one of the things you're saying there is about City having a bad season. Their average point total for the last four or five seasons is only one point down. From their average across the long yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're having their average season. They're having a normal season, which is always pretty spectacular. But, it's but just that we are having a worldy of a season. See, this is what happens when you bring real expertise on the show, Jonathan. We know these things. But even even that game, <laughs> even, even from the South bench, even from the South bench, Brendan, Elaine Carlo. 
One woman's uh, on your corner. Uh, say... <laughs> it's all there. It's Tony, even that game on Saturday, there. The Man City game on Saturday. You know, like, they weren't great at all. Like, they, they didn't play great. Like, it, no. I'm not afraid of Man City. You know, maybe I, I might eat my words. But, but at the moment, they're not, they're not playing great. Craig on the Champions League and... Do you think they've they've taken their foot off the gas a bit? Well, what's going on? Is it one nil to City? Is it one nil every year? City saved all their players to play against us. De Bruyne was on the bench for the last three games before us, and he played them. They played all their big guns to play us to try and get a result against us, and we still pretty much played them off the park, except that we made mistakes. So they're more scared of us, I hope, than we are of them. As and, then we got, and then we got two of those three points back. points back the following weekend. You know? <laughs> maybe, maybe are right, Johnny. Maybe they are. Maybe they do have an eye on the Champions League. They, they get one all with RB Leipzig, so maybe they did have a bit of a you know a bit of an eye on that on, on Wednesday or Tuesday whenever, whenever they play. I, I actually think it's tomorrow they play, so mm. maybe they were a bit concerned about that. But look, you know we have the Europa League to contend with. I know we can maybe play our second team or whatever you want to call it. Man City will bottle the Champions League. Yeah, well, like they do, like they have the last five or six years. Yes, yeah. because Pep is an imposter. He is one of the great bottlers of the, the game. Uh, he has bottled every Champions League, except yeah. for the ones of Barcelona. Only one. Bar- <laughs> Bar- 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 I, think, I think you would have won the Champions League with that team, Eamon. Oh, sure. He said from Brendan could have played at the back in that team. Right? <laughs> Now, to be honest, what I saw in the Arsenal tournament at the Emirates, I'd have to <laughs> disagree. <laughs> I saw Jonathan, the goalkeeper. Jonathan, I could, um, you didn't see anything yeah. at the Arsenal tournament in the Emirates because you couldn't see out of your way. You were up to being out the night before. Like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had a ma- I had a man of the match. It was only the size of Brendan's arse and my arse combined that stopped you from conceding about ten goals. <laughs> ten more goals. Ten more goals, Eamon. Yeah, like it, I think it, we, it, like Ed, we were like sponsored by Eddie Stobart. <laughs> we were that way. <laughs> <laughs> Immovable objects. <laughs> no, yeah. Look, I suppose. It's 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 just the excitement now of his top, isn't it? Like you don't want to see us messing it up. From yeah, it's, let's get on to the next guy. Yeah, I suppose with Eamon and Brendan gone after this week as well. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah, we move on. Uh, Sunday lads, uh, Crystal Palace at home, uh, two p.m. Uh, at City are playing in the FA Cup, so they've no. Premier League game as as Craig said we can go eight points clear which would be massive. Um, this brings us back to the opening day of the season again. These fixtures, um, we were in the River Bar for the opening game. Um, Martinelli got the opener, and uh, it was an OG from Gia at the back. But it's just the way we started that match at a hundred miles an hour. It was just I'd never seen it before. We literally blew Palace away. Um, Palace is under Patrick Vieira, um, an ex-Arsenal legend, of course. Uh, their last win was December the 31st against Bournemouth away, and they haven't won in nine games now. Bournemouth because and between 12th and 18th, there's only a gap of three points. So it, it, that's. <laughs> they gave City a game, though. You know they they defended really well against them. I thought they deserved a draw. If I was really being honest, it was a poor challenge by, um, was it Odise, I think, in the box and yeah. Gundogan. Um, it's a tough one to call, really. This, you know, it's a game where you'd say the way Palace are playing lately, we should go out and beat them. But uh, they've got good defenders in Anderson and Gay. He's done a good job to revere their ties. They've only conceded with 33. Um, <laughs> We have to go and win, and we Just will go. The way we're playing, it's, it's very hard to call these games out because every game is up and around. Um, Eamon, how do you see the game going on um, Sunday? Okay. Well, I, I fear I fear three things, right? <laughs> I fear Wilfred Zaha because he has tortured us down the years. 
yeah. and we have been able to deal with him. So we need to deal with him, right? I, I love his attitude. I, think, I, I love watching him. He's a really good player, you know? Um, and if he wasn't the age he is, I think we should have been all over him, but he's 30 now, you know? Number two, I fear this thing about we can go eight points ahead has been something that, you know, gets us maybe too excited before the national anthem plays at the end of the night, you know, that way. Um, and the third thing I fear is this sensationalism on Sky Sports that could Patrick Vieira be the man to dent Arsenal's title hopes? So that's just, that's just my innate sense of <laughs> Arsenal tragedy Doom. impending. But if you look at it logically, we're better than them, we have better players, we play better football, and we should win the game. And I think we could win a 3-1. Um, Brendan, how do you see the game going? Are you going yourself? No, no, because the, the, the rugby's on over, over here. The prices of the flights were just astronomical. So I gave this one a swerve because I haven't won the lottery. Um, again, as I said, we're better than them. We have players coming back that are hungry to get back in and get their place in the team, get more minutes in. So everyone is pushing. Everyone, when a team is winning, everybody wants to be playing. And when a team is winning well, they want to be playing more and showcasing themselves. So I think, I hope that we go in and we start the game like we started against Fulham and not how we started against Bournemouth. But I think the Bournemouth game was a kick up the behind for them and they won't be caught as cold again, I hope, or it will be reiterated to them not to be caught like that again so I'm 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 confident I hope we absolutely wipe the floor with them I am always worried about Wilfred Zaha because he plays fantastic against us because he should be playing for us and um yeah I'm just hoping that we absolutely wipe the floor and we get that goal difference down to zero yeah yeah it's plus five yeah um yeah, he does keep chalking it down, Brendan, yeah. Um, mm. <clears throat> Craig, how do you see the game going on Saturday? You'll be in New York and take it into Gunners Bar for this Yeah, week? hopefully I'll be in a, in a bar in New York watching it. Um, yeah, look, I, I think we should win the game, definitely. Um, I think you said Palace are 12th, Johnny, you know, so don't have a whole lot to play for. I know it's probably only six or seven points from the relegation. They're, they're probably six or seven points off the relegation zone, but I think they're 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 probably you know too good to go down. Um, I think they'll get definitely get three or four more wins on their oh, Vieira. Four, four points. Four points. Four, four points. Yeah. That's, so yeah. They, 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 they do they do something to play for. So, um, yeah. Look, Zaha always plays well against Arsenal because you know as Brendan said, he wants to play for us, you know, and that's why he always performs well against us. Uh, so he's one to watch. Um, another player maybe Eze. I think he's a very good player. Yeah. Very good player, you know. Um. I think we were actually linked to him a year or two ago, but we never went for him. Um, the only kind of worry I have with this game is uh, I hope it's, I hope, you know, we attack them early and maybe get a goal early doors because uh, if Longard goes on, they'll just try to settle for a point, you know, they'll, they'll compact the, um, the midfield and they'll probably put five at the back, maybe, or four at the back. So, look, realistically, we should be beating Palace at home. Um, the danger man is Zaha. Other than that, I don't think they've a, you know a whole pile going forward. They, they don't really score many goals themselves. So uh, predictions wise, I'll go three one. I think we'll concede. Um, we've conceded the last few games at home, so hopefully it's another win and we can go uh, a clear going into the break. Yeah, yeah. I, I I take well we won on the opening day. That's two 0 you know, I think we get out there. You know, two 0 going into the international break. No injury worries as well. Um, it's just the international break. It's the gap again, isn't it? And yeah, like as Paul Merson said, uh, when we play Brighton away, he says you go into the last ten games of the season. You know, there's a pretty good chance he's staying there. You know, and his words have been good so far. So fingers crossed, lads. Yeah, eight points is a nice cushion to go into that game on April Fool's Day against <laughs> Leeds United. Um, mm. and then we have um. Liverpool away then, so like you can even slip up at Anfield, which 
you know, and still have a bit of a cushion. Can I just mention, um, Johnny, if if we go A clear next week, and you know they, they play before us, they play a half twelve on the Saturday. We're three o'clock on the on the Saturday then, you know. So the pressure on City then will be huge to beat Liverpool. You know, if they if they even draw against Liverpool, you know, we could potentially go ten clear. So you know, as Eamon said, City are chasing us. We're not chasing them. I think Liverpool could get something at it. Eddie, I'd be honest, yeah. You know, there's a rivalry between Klopp, Klopp and Guardiola, you know. Yeah. Um, and Liverpool have done well against the big teams. It's the poorer sides that they've let themselves yeah. down against. But, you know, especially after the international break, they might be a bit fresher, you know. They could play into it. And the early games are a bit, you know, as we found out. You can't we could, we could spend the whole night brain aching about, you know, this might happen, that might happen. And, you know... Uh, and all of a sudden, you know, you, you've got all sorts of scenarios. The message here is if go everyone listens, go on Sunday and post three points down and nail it down. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, no, I think that's the way the Arsenal have been approaching the season. It's all been about the next game, they're living in the moment. Yeah, you're right. Uh, they're living in the yeah. moment, you know. I, yeah. He's kept him grounded, hasn't he? Uh, or has it? Has to. You know. He's done very well for a small name manager. I was just going to say that for a semi big name manager, he's done quite well. <laughs> now, the next thing is um, briefly, uh, Torsi is the second leg of the um, Europa League last 16. Stands at 2 all. Um, how do you see it going, lads? Um, do you see we should be. They're a good teams, Lisbon. They will cause us true problems on the night, I think. But um, I can only see a home win here, lads. The atmosphere should be really good for European nights. Craig, how do you see it going? Do you see it going through? Yeah, like, look, um, I, I think there'll be a lot of change. I think, you know, the likes of Tommy Asu, um, Kuyar, um, Tierney might come in, you know, and then Jorginho, probably Smith-Rowe, Vieira. Um, like uh, I don't know. It wouldn't be shocked to see Jesus starting towards it. Maybe give him a you know an hour, but then you know I don't know. Maybe he could, he could start Trossard or something again and uh, give Jesus the last 25 30 minutes. Uh, like look, we, we should be beating Sporting Lisbon at home. You know they have a couple of decent players. Uh, the winger Edwards is a good is a good player, ex sports player. Actually, he's been linked to a move. He scored against us that when we played Vitoria. If you remember yeah. them, we, yeah, he, he was, he was good. It was good yeah. for them. Um, yeah. you know, like I think they're missing Sebastian Quates, who look, he's not a brilliant centre half, but he's their captain, and he's the leader on the pitch for for them. So uh, they 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 have him missing, and they have the centre mid missing. Um, he was actually good last week. So look, I, I think I think we have to be beating you know Lisbon uh, at home. I, I don't think it'll be an easy game because you know they'll try to the kitchen sink at the, at the game. I'd say so. Uh, look, in terms of prediction. I'll go. Uh, I'll go three one Arsenal. Brandon, your prediction? Again, as as I was saying, there's there's guys that that are coming in, and they want to be playing in the first team. They want to be playing the league games as well, so they're going to be all out to put yeah. on a good performance. There's there's nothing there. There's no half measures going to be taken. So I think we're going to go out and just play as we play, all guns blazing and for the first 20 minutes and then hopefully that will be the end of it and game manage it all the way through. But like, you know, they're a Champions League side, so they're no mugs and they cause yeah. us problems. But I think, the, as you say, with the crowd behind us, we're on form. Can't see anything but like a comprehensive Arsenal win with my red-tinged glasses on. So, yeah. <laughs> Eamon, Onward. I take it I take you're going for the same thing, Eamon. Well, I don't know. I, I was at the um, the Arsenal Panathinaikos game that broke my heart. The one that Mikel Arteta got COVID just before lockdown, and uh, we've beaten them one 0 over there. Do you remember this? And um, yeah, Aubameyang scored in the last couple of minutes. Yeah, and then they went up and got another one. Then Aubameyang missed an opener. These things can happen. Europa League football is different than Premier League football. Um, but I think uh, I think Brendan probably nailed it, uh, and Greg. <coughs> Excuse me, we have um, we have a better squad than they have. 
So I don't know what they're going to play. I mean, I don't know how the Portuguese league is fixed, um, whether they're in contention or not. They're, they're, they're no, so, so, so they're they're gonna they're gonna put the full team out. We're gonna put um, a sixty percent team out, made up of forty percent of people who are forced and good to get into the team. So you think it's how Jesus starts? Sorry, Greg. You think Jesus starts? Um, I don't think so. I don't no. think so. I don't think so because I think they'd be worried about doing them damage. Yeah, you know, I think he'd like to start them. Yeah, and I think that the lad himself would like to start. I mean, if you heard what Arteta was saying about um, Jesus during the week, that you know, a few days before the um, the game at the weekend, he was saying he's just not ready. Mm. And then the day before the game, he eyeballed him and said, "I'm ready." Um, a few more days training. Would you start them or would you? Start, Mar- I don't think, think you start Martinelli up front. Mm. <coughs> yeah, yeah, let them yeah. get a little bit tired. Yeah, maybe you cross there and, and Jesus at half, you know. Mm. Yeah, um, there's hope and that's um, and uh, I think, I think we can win the game 2 1. I don't think it'll be, I don't think it'll be um, a comfortable ride by any means, um, but I think we can win the game 2 1, you know. Yeah, they've a good young manager, and um, his name's yeah, Amber. Whatever and, happens, I just um, don't. I just, I, I really hope you don't draw because, you know, extra time won't do us any favors here going into Sunday. Yeah. No, we should dispatch them. I, I think we'll dispatch them quickly, in the in the first half. If I'm honest, you know, I think we'll we we'll come out. You know, European nights at the Emirates is, you know, obviously. Yeah, make a point. I, I actually, it actually wouldn't surprise me. In the slightest, if he did go strong here on torso, because you know, we've only two games for the international break, and you know, it wouldn't surprise me to see you know the main track 11 play and maybe three or four, yeah. you know, second fiddle. I think we're kind of, I think we've kind of moved away from where we were squad wise. Mm. I actually think that we now have 18, 19 that you could play in any game, yeah, yeah. you know, 13, 14. We had six, yeah, exactly, uh, exactly, Brendan, exactly. <coughs> That game will be in the River Bar. Um, will no, you be there, then? <laughs> if you play in the River Bar, it? Jonathan, I think the pitch would be too small for them. And there'd be point glasses in the way of the defenders. In the River It's not a bad thing, I in the Emirates, but we will be in the River Bar, yeah. Yeah, be, yeah it's going to be a good long weekend, lads. Paddy's Day action. Uh, Ireland beating England in the rugby to seal the ground slam. Um, yeah, it should be a good weekend, yeah. Um, just want to give a shout out to um, Pat McLaughlin over at JoeSarrison.com. Live picks up um, pre and post match um, uh, videos of Arteta and Co. So um, they've gone over 1,000 subscribers now. So that's good to see. Um, is there anything else that uh, you'd like to mention? Martin, Martin Odegaard just won something on the London Awards as well. I haven't seen what it oh, was. I know Sinchenko won February uh, Player of the Month again for us. Uh, so Martin Odegaard won the best AHA haircut award. <laughs> <laughs> I think he won no, an Oscar. You're just jealous, Eamon. Um, yeah. As always. Well, you know, take on me, you know. <laughs> As always, you can catch our show on Spotify, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok and Facebook. Um, the show will be up in the next few hours. As always, I'd like to thank my guests tonight, Eamon, Craig and Brandon. Thanks for coming on, lads, for your um, expert analysis, as always. <laughs> You're very welcome. Um, thanks, uh, catch Martin's show beyond the last man on Thursday, or maybe not Thursday, he could be doing it maybe even Wednesday because of the Europa League match. Um, and we'll be back uh, next Monday to um review the Crystal Palace game and go over uh, our season so far. So, um, until then, thanks for listening. Give us a like, comment, and subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Have a good week, lads. And remember, put a sock in it, Barlow. <laughs> so frustrating, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. I'll bless you, lads. God bless.